Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed. Uh, I'm coming at you live from my quarantined household. Uh, my guest this week is uh, my mom, Caroline Crowley. Mom, how's it going? Hi, Jimmy. It's been okay. <laughs> you don't need to put on false affectations for this. Uh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, this is the first episode, uh, not the uh, the first episode, the first uh, episode with a guest I'm recording during the quarantine uh, because of COVID-19. Uh, so I, I have very limited options for guests and I'm forcing, Thanks, Jim. I'm forcing my family members to do this. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, before Happy we get, you. before we get into this, uh, do have to plug a few things. Follow me on Instagram at James P. Crowley. Follow me on Twitter at James P. Crowley 68. Uh, I've been plugging Frankie and James do half hours at Lucy's Laugh Lounge on April 3rd, but uh, that's not going to happen. And this will have come out long after that date. So uh, just uh, keep an eye out. Follow me on social media for all those. Frankie Becerra and I, we're going to reschedule that show as soon as like things start getting back to normal. So get tickets. Use code FJ20 to save 20% on tickets. Uh, and yeah, hold, follow me on social media and I'll post about it there whenever it happens. Uh, but yeah, so mom, uh, before we get into the playlist, why don't you talk a little bit about what your taste in music is generally? Um, I would probably say more like classic rock and um, also whatever the most popular songs are playing on the radio. <laughs> I'm not a person that uh, follows one artist in particular because... Most people don't follow one artist. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, push the, the button a lot on the radio to keep changing the station until I get to a song that I like, so... That's the way it goes. Which is usually just a song that you know. Correct. Um, or with a catchy tune. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, because you, yeah, for you, music's not super important. It's not. Not yeah. like you and your father. Um, well, dad's different. Dad thinks good music hasn't existed after 1987. So This is true. Um, but yeah, so the theme of your playlist, uh, normally I let guests pick out the theme, but uh, you wouldn't figure one out on your own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have. All right. Uh, so the theme of your playlist is beach songs, which ironically is something that you can't do right now. Uh, one, because it's a rainy day. Two, because uh, the world is ending. Uh okay. Oh, that's right. We're all going to die in a week or so. Yeah, that's true. So nobody, I guess, will hear this anyway. Uh, now you're talking like me. But uh, yeah, so what was kind of your approach when putting together this playlist that I assigned to you? Um, well, funny enough, when I thought, oh, a beach list, I was thinking, let me look up some songs that I listened to when I was at the beach. But then you implied that it really should have something with water or beachy kind of No, overtones. I said it could be however you interpret it. Oh, well, I interpreted it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I did. I said do whatever you want. You did go more literal. <laughs> I, I did. I, I probably went a little too liberal. Um, literal. Literal. What did I say? You said liberal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's because I'm sitting with you, I guess. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. So I made my list. But just, <laughs> yeah, so I picked some with, like, water or beach yeah, in it or the Beach Boys. And, um, yeah, and a few just because they brought me back to happier times yeah. on the I, beach. I mostly went for vibes. Some is a little bit more liter uh, literal and, like, 
you know, some thoughts. But I, putting this together, I realized I don't think I've been to the beach in eight years. Shame on you. Well, you know, I I don't go to Cape Cod with you guys in the summer. I haven't gone to Cape Cod in 10 years, I think. Well, I always offer it. Right. And I'm busy. I'm working. I'm a grown up. Um, See, and when you gave me the title Beach Songs, that's immediately where my mind goes is to right. Cape Cod. Where we've spent, well, you've spent just about every summer. I don't, do you have a summer that you didn't go to Cape Cod? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I know that I haven't gone since like 2011, I want to say. 2011, whenever I first started working at country clubs. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I just haven't gone. But I don't know, maybe I'll go sometime. You should. Um, but yeah, let's hop right into it. You didn't really have a particular order for your list, did you? Nope, I okay. did not. Well, so we'll start with the it least... It was a hard <laughs> assignment. We'll start with the least literal song on your playlist, which was uh, Modern English's I'll Melt With You. Um, for me, it was just a fun song. It just uh, reminded me of good times at the beach and hanging out, maybe not even necessarily on a beach. But um, when I think of the beach, I think of it as a season. And that's, of course, the summertime. Um, and I have all full summer. So that's true. Teacher. So there are um, songs that just remind me of, you know, being stress free and fun. Yeah, I also felt like listening to this. So, like, I'm most familiar with this because uh, Bowling for Soup did a cover of it in the 2000s. You don't know Bowling for Soup. <laughs> I probably won't know most of the bands that you're talking about. So. Um, they had the song 1985. You know Sing that. Sing a little. Uh, Springsteen, Madonna. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah That one, yeah. Um, I heard it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they did a cover, I want to say in 2007, for the Disney movie Sky High. And, like, that was kind of my first exposure to the song. But this is, like, kind of like the post-punky, like, sort of, like, new wave era that, like, kind of, you know, all the bands, like, Flock of... You thought this was a Flock of Seagulls song mm -hmm. um, that, like, all those kind of bands belong to where it's poppy. But also what I thought was kind of interesting revisiting this is it kind of has the same sort of feeling as, like, surf rock. Like, it almost has, like, the same rhythm that, like, a Beach Boys song would do despite yeah, being, yeah. like, a, a faster post-punky song. I agree. But yeah, uh, let's go into my first pick. Uh, and you have notes, which I'm super curious about. <laughs> I only um, wrote lyrics because uh -oh. I was afraid you might ask me something about the lyrics. No. Uh, well, my first pick and was... And I have to say, you know, they weren't so awful, Jimmy. Uh, my first pick was the song The Beach by All Time Low. Summer, but 
what did you think of that? What did you write down? Okay, so uh, <laughs> I did write that I thought it was a high-energy song. Right. Um, it's pop punk. And I don't know if it's a line in, in um, it must be a line in the song that says, never take the summer from me. Yeah, that's, uh, they might take, take, take. I'm trying to pull up the lyrics right now. Um, although I imagine I'm going to type in the beach. Um, yeah, it's uh, what I kind of thought of is this is sort of like a song for driving to the beach. Like if you're going like it's fast, it's upbeat. Like if you know where we live, you have to take a highway if you want to get to any beach. So like while you're speeding, uh, let me see if I could find that lyric. They can take, take, take the kids from the summer, but they'll never, never, never take the summer from me. It was the very first time that I lost my mind for the week. Right. So to me, it sounds like somebody's gone away for their one week in the summer. Um, But funny, you said it it reminded you of driving to the beach. But for me, when I was hearing it, it reminded me of um, like sometimes even in the daytime, they have this beach up on the Cape, um, Cahoon Hollow, and they have a bar there on the beach. Where's Cahoon Hollow? Um... On the way up to P Town, like uh, oh, so it's it's not somewhere that no, 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 it's not, now. it's not in uh, in Yarmouth, but yeah. but it's cool. It has big sand right. dunes, big waves, but the bar in there, you know, it's all open, but it's a lot of young kids, you know, with a band, and it reminded me of Cahoon Hollow, like kids drinking beers and jumping up and down, and yeah, but all time low has a lot of people jumping up and down at their mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Bobby Darren's Beyond the Sea. Well, beyond the sea, somewhere me. My lover stands on golden sand and watches the ships that go sail. Tell me a little bit about this one. I have a lot of feelings about it. Um, well, it's an old song, and yeah. I think it's in a few commercials on TV because oh. it's an old, old song. But you hear it like in movies or or in, right. on commercials, so it always sort of brings you back. And well, so what I kind of what I wrote down is this sounds like it would be in like a fifties movie, a fifties, sixties, seventies band kind of right. Doo, 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 doo. Well, funny enough, I also I I rewatched it just now, just like briefly to try to remember what exactly it was. It sound it kind of made me think like this could be in the opening scene of Jaws. Not like where they're swimming, but you know where it's not. But it probably could be. Well, it's sort of in the sense that like you could kind of picture it like if I'm picturing it cinematically, it's like walking along like a boardwalk on like the Jersey Shore or something, and you hear that playing. You see like a Ferris wheel lit up, and then it's like people sneaking off to the beach. Does that make sense? You don't have to overanalyze it. This is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when I rewatched the opening scene of Jaws, I was like, oh, yeah, this wouldn't be it at all <laughs> because it's people at a campfire playing an acoustic guitar. Oh, you see, and I'm thinking of You're thinking of the girl getting dragged under the water. No. Oh. <laughs> when I hear that song, I'm thinking of people sort of dressed up. Hold the mic up closer to you. I think of people dressed up, you know, drinking some champagne, taking a stroll along the beach. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I think, too. But also, it I can sound that b- way. Before, well, in a movie, something bad has to happen, you know. Not all movies are has something bad. Most, happen. no, yeah, that's a, a plot conflict. Well, maybe that's <laughs> the nice part about the song. I think it's very uplifting right, it's, and it's happy and it's champagne and it's walking right. along the beach. It is like a beach at night song, though. It's not. I can't picture mm. someone putting this on like a radio and just like lying out. Either old. or. <laughs> it works day or night. Uh, for you. I, I very specifically wrote beach at night. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's keep on rolling along into my second pick, which was Dave Haas's Meet Me at the Lanes. Um, Which I guess this is fair. You wrote, uh, you thought bowling lanes initially. <laughs> I did, yeah. Um, where th- I guess that is what this could have been. I always thought of it more as like a vibe song, though. A well, lot of my stuff is like vibes. Mm, see, when I was listening to that song, I thought he sounded a little like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it's and for that very reason, Heartland Rock. And and when it, I thought it was Meet Me at the Lanes. I it is Meet think- Me at the Lanes. That's what well, it's when I thought it was bowling <laughs> lanes, but he's talking about all his friends, you know, Christina, Heather, Nicole, Brian, Dubs, you know, meet me at the club. I'm thinking that is bowling lanes, Jimmy. Uh, it probably is. But like I uh, but like sonically is kind of what I'm thinking. Is it kind of like has that sort of like laid back, like I could lie on the beach feel. Right, right, yeah, right. He says, not, I'll call out sick tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and it's about like getting your friends together and doing things because like right, it, it's about hanging out right, like you like yeah. to do in the summertime. Right. Yeah. And exactly. I think the summer, you know, even when any kid is reminiscing um, about the summer, it's all about your friends right. and hanging out because there's no school. Well, that's part of the reason why I haven't rules, gone to Cape Cod <laughs> in the past pretty, 10 years. And rules are pretty laxed. So, um, yeah, that's how I took it. He's getting all his friends together, going to skip school and. Maybe. Well, skip work. (laughs) Skip work, skip school, yeah. Maybe Um, some of them had summer school. Well, well, yeah, because also he does make the point where he's like, uh, he talks about like avoiding our adult crash, and it's sort of about finding time to relax and meet up with friends and, you know, take time in the summer. Well, he also said he felt like he was going to explode. Right. So So you need a break and you go and (laughs) you chill. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's roll along into your next pick, which is Katy Perry's California Girls featuring Snoop Dogg. Oh, 
Tell me a little bit about this. Um, no, I, I just think it's a fun, high-energy song. You it's know. 10 years old, which is, is wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when this came out, was also last year I went to Cape Cod. Um, but I remember I hated this when it came out. And like uh, Katy Perry has better songs than this, in my opinion. But also, like I was very pleasant. Listening to it today was probably the first time I'd heard it in like eight or nine years. And I was like, oh, this holds up a lot better now that it's not on the radio every single day. And this, well, how long has Katy Perry been around? So was Uh, this like one of her start-off songs? uh, Well, her first big hit was 2008. With uh, the boom, boom, boom. 2008, 2007. No, that was when she put out um, I Kissed a Girl. Oh, that's right. Um, And then this was two years later. But this was uh, where... Uh, with that out al- with the first album she was still kind of like a scrappy like making pop music but like she was also on the warp tour uh with this album it kind of took her from being like kind of like a one or two hit wonder to being like a, a massive pop star and now she's the Katy perry we know today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. all in all good song just fun high energy what'd you think of snoop dogg's verse or do you not have any opinions on uh, it? I have no opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I don't even think I read. I listened to that version. No, Snoop Dogg's in it. Oh, he always was. Yeah, he's always um. been in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's on the intro. <laughs> oh. oh well. Um, and Katy Perry drops a reference where she says "sipping gin and juice." That's a Snoop oh, Dogg song. Okay. Yeah, I figured you weren't going to know that one. <laughs> Don't trick me. Let's roll into my next pick, which is Vampire Weekend's Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. songs that I could have picked um, because they kind of have that sort of laid back sort of like beachy vibe. I almost chose they have a song called Walcott where they repeatedly say get out of Cape Cod, get out of Cape Cod tonight Uh, but I decided to go for this one because I feel like this one reminds me more of lying on the beach. Well why does they say get out of Cape Cod? It's, I don't know I'll pull up the lyrics. Is this the the band that you say they're from Cape Cod? No, they're from they're from New York. They're a New York based band. I think like so we're gonna get into like Jimmy Buffett in a little bit Mm -hmm. but um. Yeah. I, well. So, like, the thing with Vampire Weekend that they get a lot of shit for is when you hear a lot about musicians, the musicians you want to sympathize with the most are people that were like underdogs. You know, you want someone that like maybe wasn't making a lot of money, was working like a you know a shitty job, and then they had one song and it took off. Right. Mm-hmm. Vampire Weekend were just like four rich kids from like the suburbs that met at NYU and like were living off their parents money. And then they made these songs that like incorporate a lot of elements of like Island music and like, uh, you know, different like cultures, musics, and then they became massively popular. So what I kind of like about this first album is I feel like I relate a lot to like the Ezra Koenig type where like he's singing about 
like the weird, not weird, but sort of like typical suburban experiences. But he kind of gives them this sort of like weight. And like Walcott is just sort of a song about, I think, being fed up with like being around like wealthy, like Martha's Vineyard types. Um, Not this song. This is a oh, d- totally right. different song. <laughs> say that that doesn't go with any of my notes. <laughs> what did you write? <laughs> I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about a completely. T- that's the one where he says, "Get out of Cape Cod." This one is just like. Because I'm thinking, where does the vampire come? Well, into Vampire that Weekend's one? the name of the band. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, in the song, he talked about Peter Gabriel. Right, yeah. This so, feeling so unnatural, unnatural Peter Gabriel, too. But I thought it kind of sounded a little like Peter Gabriel. Am I right? Wrong? Um, I don't listen to a whole lot of Peter Gabriel. Oh, I, like Peter I know Gabriel. a handful of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just pulled up the Genius page for it. Uh, there's a lot of like, so I didn't even realize this because this isn't my favorite Vampire Weekend song, but there's a lot of like sexual lyrics in this. The song that I listen to? Yeah. Um, well, it says, is your bed made? Is your sweater is on? Is your sweater on? But then. Can you stay out to see the dark? Yeah. Well, so I didn't catch this anytime I listened to it just because the way his voice sounds is he has the line where he says, do you want to fuck like you know I do? All right. Your mother's uh, here, Jimmy. That's what the line, that's what he says. All right. <laughs> um, but so the genius page for the song where it mentions the Peter Gabriel lyric says that um, it uh, that the girl that he's having sex with feels unnatural, like a Peter Gabriel song. Hmm. So, but you thought it sounded like Peter Gabriel. I thought, yeah, I thought the band maybe sounded sounded a little Peter Gabriel to me. I could see that. It's you know, it's kind of got a little bit of that like peppy, like high energy, like poppy, but not a pop song feel to it. So yeah, let's keep on rolling along into your next song, which was Soak Up the Sun by Sheryl Crow. Again, you know, it has uh, soak up the sun, brings you to the summertime, a very relaxing time. Um, and that's what people like to do is soak up the sun. So I I have a lot with of their sunscreen on. Um, I have a lot of problems with this song that I wouldn't have had if I didn't look up the lyrics. <laughs> do, do you know the lyrics? Not really. So the, I never know you any know, lyrics. You know the, the chorus. I'm going to soak up the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell everyone to lighten up. So like. Oh, and it says Beach Boys S Carmonies. Um, the opening line, I was taken aback. It's my friend, the communist, holds meetings in his RV. I can't afford his gas, so I'm stuck here watching TV. And like the more I listen to this, the more it's just like <sighs> Cheryl Crow being like, I don't have a lot of money, so I'm just going to soak up the sun. And it's a weird sort of like 
like capitalist take on all of this. It's so biz- if I didn't look up the lyrics, I wouldn't think any of this. But so I'm glad I didn't look up the <laughs> lyrics, Jimmy, because to me, it's just a fun, laid back song. Yeah, but I don't. For me, it just kind of seems like it's like it's like redneck republicanism. Where it's like, oh, you know, I live in my trailer, but, you know, uh, why would we redistribute the wealth? Where I do think that we should redistribute wealth, and I have a lot of strong feelings. So, like, otherwise, sounds like fun. It sounds very of its time, Mm -hmm. which, like, this, uh, I originally thought that this was going to be, like, late 90s. It's 2002, so it's close enough. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I it, It, like, didn't really do a whole lot for me until I looked up the lyrics, and then I just was like, fuck you, Cheryl Crow. Well, as Cheryl Crow would say to you, Jimmy, lighten up. Yeah, but oh, she's not going to hear this, so mm. it doesn't really matter. Uh, but yeah, it's good to look up lyrics, then you learn all these things. Well, I like the song just the way I have it in my own little head, because isn't all music interpretive? Yeah, but also you could read lyrics and be like, oh, this makes sense. Um but anyway, let's roll along into my next pick, which is Kendrick Lamar's Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Lord forgive me, Lord forgive me, things I don't understand, sometimes I need to be alone, bitch don't kill my vibe, bitch don't kill my vibe, I can feel your energy from two planets away, I got my drink, I got my music, I will share it, but today I'm feeling, bitch don't kill my vibe, 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 Look inside of my soul and you can find gold and maybe get rich. Look inside of your soul and you can find out it never hit you. Um, what do you, you think of this one? Well, it you was... You don't listen to rap. Music. I don't listen to rap and that's what I wrote. Um, um, I don't know. I just, I can't get into the, the rap. Um, I can feel your vibe. Please don't kill my vibe. <laughs> um, I got my drink. I got my music. Sometimes I need to be alone. You know, I, it's fine, but it didn't really do anything for me. You see, there were so many Kendrick songs I probably could have picked. Uh, although a lot of Kendrick songs are much more like high energy than this. This one I feel was sort of. See, when I was choosing this and I'm like, let's diversify, put something that's not, you know, a rock song or a pop song. I'll put like a rap song on. Excuse me. I thought I'm like, this might be the one that you might enjoy the most of all. Like if I was going to pick any rap song. Um, But I feel like that's just sort of like I feel like, again, it's sort of like the, the Dave Haw song where like. When you're relaxing, you don't want to you don't want to be interrupted. You don't want, you know, someone to kill your vibe, so to speak. So you wanna lie on the beach and just, you know. So <laughs> that's someone... how, that's how I was just gonna say to you, so how does it remind you of the beach? So Well, it's sort of a feeling, first of all, because it's not like a it's not like a fast paced, hard hitting song. Um, which for the most part, when I listen to Kendrick, I like his more intense, louder, heavier stuff. Um, but with this one, it is just more laid back. And then having that bitch, don't kill my vibe. It's like, if someone's trying to give you a hard time or, you know, someone's trying to create problems, you're like, just let it be, relax. Don't kill my vibe. Exactly. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Mm. 
But yeah, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is the song that I think has appeared on this podcast the most times of any other song. Uh, it's Escape, parentheses, the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording of a favorite song. She lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed And in the personal columns There was this letter I read If you like pina coladas Um, tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> This isn't that surprising that this would be on here, but this is the third time that this song has appeared Three on this times. podcast. Three times, wow, I'm surprised. Um, you know, I think, well, first of all, it's just a fun song. Um, and I do like pina coladas and I do like the cape. Um, but to me, like, I feel like it's very visual. Like, you know, you could see this guy writing his letters, you know, to the wanted. And I don't know. I just, well, so the whole I, I feel I, I never <laughs> saw a video for it. And I often wonder if. If that's how the video goes, you know, the wife walking into the bar, you know, for it. Right. But if there were like, couldn't you just picture how it would all go? Well, so a bar called O'Malley's, you know, I've, I've gone, I've gone in very back and forth. Like I, I get why this song is like a fun song, but I'm also the whole story of the song is bizarre. Right. Like where. How so? Well, I feel like it's a really straightforward song. Right. But the, the whole story of it where he's like. Oh, you know, I'm with my wife or girlfriend, whoever he's with. And he's like, you know, I was kind of getting tired of her, you know. So I just saw like a an ad in the paper for someone that sounded better. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this letter. And then they're writing letters back and forth through the paper. And then they go and meet up and it's his girlfriend. And it's not like, oh, hey, you were looking to cheat on me. I was looking to cheat on you. <laughs> you just never piece that together. <laughs> Well, I know what you're saying, but, um, you know, I I think they were in a relationship. Well, aren't they? I feel like they're married. Do we not know what it is? It doesn't. It doesn't really He just say. says my old lady, my which old lady. I, makes me think they're married. Right. But. Yeah, I mean, when I hear the song, I always imagine that they're married. Probably married for a long time, and maybe they lost, you know, a little mojo, and now he writes this little letter, and, you know. Right, but wouldn't this might be... Yes, you think he's going to cheat <laughs> on her. You'd think that he'd be like, oh, hey, this isn't working out. Maybe we should separate <laughs> instead of being like, I'm going to write all these letters and then they show up. And they've been... Excuse me. And like you said, they've been married for a long time. Like, you don't think that it would have come up like if you like the sh- taste of champagne? <laughs> hmm. Well, in relationships, things change over time, you right. know? And... Maybe when they were young, they were drinking lots of champagne, having the time of their life, and these were all happy memories. And he wants to go back to a place that was like that because life has become too boring. Right. So then he's going to cheat, and then (laughs) we don't. He'll have to make another record then because I don't think he ever will cheat. Uh, Well, that's what was going to happen in the song. What What was he going to do to meet the girl at O'Malley's? The letter says they like making love at midnight, not <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, but yeah, so like the times that this song has come up on the podcast, one was a theme similar to this. The other was songs that are short stories and uh, 
uh, my friend that had put it on her playlist said, uh, you know, I'm surprised that his thought isn't like, oh, shit, she's going to see me with some other girl. <laughs> not not like, oh, it's you. <laughs> oh, it's you. But yeah, so I don't know. But it's a fun song. Anyway, let's keep on rolling along. Uh, since your song was focused around a drink, it's fitting that my next one is. My next pick was 212 Margarita by The Hold Steady. Most nights it just tastes like a smile and a shake. Never leaving the bodies. And I've been with the blood. And I went with Hallelujah and she didn't say a thing. She just wiped her nose and then she winked. And I've been with the cops. And I've been with the squares. And I went with St. Deborah of defeat and depression. She put her hand up on my shoulder and she just kind of stood there. She said to call me two on two margarita. Because I'm salty and I'm sour and I've had too much tequila. Um, I love the Hold Steady. I include the Hold Steady whenever I can on this podcast. Um, and... I think that this year, because I see the Hold Steady like once a year. I've seen them every year, I want to say, for the last four years or so. Um, last December when I saw them was the first time I ever saw them do this one live, and I was stoked. Mm-hmm. So what did you write down? Well, I, I did put my notes, um, but I'm thinking it's kind of like um, meeting somebody all drunk and loaded in the bar and going to the Motel 6. That, well, because he's got the line Motel 6. I well, wrote, he has my, well, he says I run with the hood rats, and she's nice and spicy. But I guess she's ta- he's talking about his margarita, right? Well, so I... And I kinda, he says, does he say he's salty and sour? Well, no, I like... he. It, it's funny. I saw this uh, printed differently today than I'd seen it before, which is interesting. I I did write that this is kind of like a boozy, slow... I wrote that this is more of like a hungover-ish song. Like, kind of sonically, at least, just because it's not, like, fast. It's kind of trudging along. Um, But I like the imagery that he uses for the drinks when he's talking about, like, the the woman that he's meeting. Because he's got the line, I went with St. Deborah. Um, And he says, she says, call me 212 Margarita because I'm green and misleading and I've had too much tequila. And, like, it's one of those, it's, like, a very poetic, interesting line. And he's got the, call me 612 Bloody Mary, because I'm nice and I'm spicy and I'm your only sure shot at recovery. Is that the same song I listen to? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I just know a lot of things. I just got the (laughs) Boy, you took better notes than I did, Jimmy. Well, I've listened to the song a lot. Well, mine has, um, the notes I wrote to myself are more about the drink itself, I guess, because he says, I believe in the salt on the rim of the glass, because that makes me thirsty. Makes us thirsty. Makes us thirsty, right. And then we all fall in love, right? The Hold Steady really kind of like, they they tell these big like sprawling stories across their albums and they're loaded with like Christian imagery and then like drugs and alcohol. So like it's all kind of about like finding the holy and the unholy. You're still on, right? Okay. What are you doing? No, I'm good. Go ahead. No, Is just, it recording me? Is it recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't have the on button pushed. <laughs> it's it's a switch. <laughs> But yeah, so it's, you know, and I, what did you originally say that like, 
it's about meeting someone in a bar. It could be, you know. Yeah, it's like all drunk and stupid and, you know, over margaritas. Or Bloody Mary. Well, next morning is Bloody Mary's. Uh, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six strings on my front porch swing Smell of shrimp <sighs> Another margarita. Yeah, tell me about this one. Again, when you think about drinks, um, in the summertime, margaritas. margaritas right. right. So, um, so, yeah, another just fun, happy hour song. I hate this song. I hate it so much. I hate Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I don't know. I hate it. I uh, again. <laughs> I you don't think have Jimmy Buffett? You think Happy Hour? You think Margaritas? I. You think I, the sun? I ate you in a Margaritaville restaurant last year because he's got the chain now. So mm-hmm. had uh, late lunch at Margaritaville in Vegas last year. But uh, yeah. Did you have, and did you have a margarita? No, I think I just had a beer. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I I hate Jimmy Buffett. I hate Jimmy Buffett so much. And Why? He's just uh, so like so. This kind of goes back to the movie thing, and like the the feeling I think with art in general. I think he's too happy for you. Well, that's kind of it because when you think of like good art, there's usually some sort of conflict involved, you know, and it's not necessarily, you know, like. <sighs> Granted, this is contradicting me saying like the Katy Perry song holds up, but I think that a lot of the time, like, there's something going on that, like, you know, reels you in. And that comes up in a lot of your other songs. Like, to go back to Escape, like, that's a couple that's their marriage is strained forever or whatever. And I just think that Jimmy Buffett doesn't have any conflict and it's so boring like well i think the conflict is he stepped on a beer can because he lost his flip-flop right but he's again you know i think most people and if you're given the topic of the beach right when i think beach i think like if you had to give me the topic of work you know maybe your songs are going to be a little more you know highs and lows whereas beach Everything's good and yeah. laid back. I'm soaking up the sun. I'm drinking margaritas, and I don't have a care in the world because I don't have school tomorrow. I think it's I don't have work tomorrow. I think it's also just because Jimmy Buffett is uh, like sonically unexciting, kind of like in the way that like so like uh, you know. And uh, I wrote here that like a lot of the songs are just kind of like vibey. They're songs that make you want to relax and sprawl out, but like. I think just because Jimmy Buffett is so boring, it's like, it's just like. Well, you think of an easy um, life. You, you feel like you could picture him walking up to a 
tiki hut and right. drinking a margarita and just yeah. hanging out. I just I just don't loose. like like islandy sounding music generally. Mm. Like Vampire Weekend has some of it, but it's modernized and it's you know its own style. I just don't like it. Also, it's <laughs> too happy for you. I my think. my high school girlfriend, her dad would have Margaritaville play on the radio all the, the Margaritaville Sirius XM station on the radio all the time and I was like and like I know people love Jimmy Buffett I can't think enough well, people love yeah, Jimmy I mean, Buffett that much right. to have the station like yeah. as your your go-to preset yeah. and again to me I, I mean I I feel like I wouldn't even listen to him in the winter time you know oh, what I'm no. saying so he's strictly like a summer you know a resort kind of uh, tune right I could uh, like I could see it if like if, if I'm I was, skiing, I'm not listening to that song. Right. You also wouldn't go skiing. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, if if I was like at like a resort and it came on on the speakers, I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. But like, yeah, I, I You'd will probably never, just roll your eyes. Jimmy. Right. I will never willingly put on a Jimmy Buffett song. Uh, but anyway, well, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was Steely Dan reeling in the years. This one, I was very pleased to see a normal song. Well, on there's your a playlist. handful of songs I put on because I'm like because I figured I should put some things that you know on. Mm -hmm. Thank <laughs> uh, you. I probably wouldn't have put this on if you weren't going to be the person on this. Mm -hmm. um, but so I put this on really just kind of from memory because. This is probably my favorite Steely Dan song. Not that I like a whole lot of Steely they Dan songs. They have a songs. lot of very good songs. But um, this is my favorite Steely Dan song. And I first got into it one summer on the Cape. So, like, I would have it on my iPod a lot. And that's about it. What mm. did you write down for that? Well, that's nice. Um, that's nice to hear that it would remind you of the beach. Right. Um, for me, what did I write down about this song? Um, about time passing. Yeah. And it's also um, pretty emo, which I like. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, another beach, you know, I, I, and again, um, some of my friends that get to spend a lot of time on the beach, you know, it's that big Labor Day weekend party, right. you know, the last big party of the summer, you know, so, you know, you're, you're, you're taking it in and, you know, just time passing another summer gone. Right. Well, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Criss Cross's Sailing. Down to paradise. At least it's not for me. It's the wind 
Oh, you must have hated that. Uh, well, so I wrote that this sounds like it would be playing in a dentist's office <laughs> because it really. D- and so when I looked up a the, very very mellow. When song. I looked up the lyrics, it said this was uh, ranked number one on VH1's uh, soft sational, the top like fifty soft rock songs of all time. And it was number one. Number one for wow. VH1. Um, and like, I guess I'm not totally surprised, but tell me a little bit about this. And then. Um, well, like you said, it's just soft rock. You know, you could close your eyes and just, you know, picture it, you know, sailing away, a wave taking you away, whatever, just closing your eyes and you're there. So I wrote that this song is actually really sad and emo because it is. Mm. Um, and Do explain. Well, so dear. also as I was reading... I was talking about, uh, so I saw him mention uh, the song was inspired. Uh, he said in an interview with Howard Stern that the song was inspired by a neighbor of his in Texas when he was a kid that would take him sailing. And he said it took, it distracted him from his problems, which is what the song is about. And that's, it's Criss Cross, right? Yeah. And he joked that, you know, if. What the, were his problems? Did he, go into no, that? No, he didn't really elaborate, but he joked, he said, you know, if my neighbor had taken me bowling, the song would have been called bowling. Bowling exactly. takes me away. But so sort of in the way, so you're criticism of a lot of music that I like, right? When I tell you it's positive, you say it's positive. It's saying it's positive because it's not negative. You know, I, I always, say that. you do. You say, well, it's, I always think of the song this year by the mountain goats, which is a positive song that a lot of people take solace in. I've also heard a lot of people criticize it because it's also a song about child abuse, but the chorus of the song is I'm going to make it through this year. If it kills me, it's, a mantra it's life affirming it's you know positive and you always tell me that that's negative when i was listening to this i was like this guy is just singing about how he's only good because he's sailing and like he's he's like otherwise i'd be really sad but i'm sailing so i'm fine wow um <laughs> Did I just ruin but, it for no, you? No, <laughs> but but to me, I don't have to be sailing. It, like I could close my eyes and right. Like Chris Cross needs to go sailing. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he could just. Cl- uh, you know what? And think like he said, if it were bowling, I guess it would be a different right. title. But again, if he, you know, I could close. I could close well, my eyes and think that's going to take th- me away too. But you know. Drifting, alone in right. the ocean, whatever. But he also you know. said that it was a distraction from his problems as a young boy. And, like, we don't know what those problems were. Well, but it turned into a number one soft, what is it called? Soft-sational, soft, soft, soft rock-sational song. song. <laughs> All right. And now you can listen to it in a dentist's office. Yeah. So he still gets royalties, huh? He must have made a probably. lot of money off I that saw one. NSYNC covered this, too which I'm probably going to look up after this because I'm curious what the NSYNC version sounds like. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is Into the Sunshine by Julia Nunes. Well, the way you pull the fuzzies from my sweat It doesn't make up for the times you let me sink into the floor And the lies you told to make me feel all bad it didn't work, so please don't tell me anymore. I'm waking up to see the sun. It's a light that lets me know a new day's begun. I can't leave 
face. You know, I didn't really like it. Your other songs, I thought, weren't so bad. But What's kind of... And, in- and I know that you've mentioned her before. What's her name again? Julian News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Wait, wait, wait. What's Am kind I, of I on the right song? Is that the Santa Maria song? No. Oh, hold on. Oh, no, here it is. Into the Sunshine, right. So, I'm waking up to see the sun leave behind the terrors in my unconscious mind. Why do you run away? A new day is upon us. Those are my notes. Those are just different lyrics from right? different parts. Right. But that's what sticks out. <laughs> well, to so me. it's kind of. And it was kind of like, I don't know, I'm trying to recall. I only, I only heard it the one time. But was it kind of like monotone, like well, all the so way it's through? Kind of interesting. Uh, so I really like Julia Noons. I like. I know. I've heard you mention her before. Excuse me. I don't like her most recent release, but like. But so what's kind of funny about that is I, I do know a lot of people that are like, yeah, I just don't get like not for me. Like I feel like well, she am has, I right. Is she very like monotone through the whole thing? Or uh, I I wouldn't say that, but I guess I can see why you'd say that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that she I think maybe in the verses she's one and the chorus she's another. I picked it really just because the sunny imagery, um, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, you you go to the beach, the sun's out. You know, this one was a little just more literal. Um, You know, I like this song for a lot of reasons. But, yeah, a lot of people a lot of people don't like Julia Noons. But I don't know. I think that like I think that the album that she put out after the one that this was on was probably her most diverse and thoughtful, but it didn't really have songs that would have fit with <laughs> the beach. But so, um, well, I think the only thing about the beach would be I'm waking up to see the sun. Right. Yeah. That's and pretty I'm much leaving it. behind the terrace. So the terrors night, of the my night terrors. No, yeah. well, her night terrors. Well, I so I think that this is more. Uh, yeah. And she I, says a new day is upon right. us. Right. So. I think that on a more literal sense, this is a song about waking up in the morning rather than going to the beach. And it's yeah. a new day. Right. So a new yeah. beginning, a new start. Yeah. And like I, you know. I always tell my pre-K class, every day is a new day. So we start the day with a clean slate. Anyway, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Weekend in New England by Barry Manilow. Another song that could probably be played in a dentist's office. Absolutely. All of Barry, all of Barry <laughs> You're saying that like this is a positive thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, the, you're talking like um, when it was, I guess I was in middle school, like um, seventh, eighth grade. So that would be like 1977, 76. And, um, and yeah, so that was just one of those songs. Well, so I, I guess that would kind of and what I, year I think did the lyric I, the lyric in it he says you know a time in New England took, took me, me away, away to, to long, long rocky, rocky beaches. beaches and you by the way yeah. um well so what I ended up thinking about with this and this is kind of a not a perfect comparison but the song that it reminded me the most of that I know is summer nights from Greece oh god no well not sonically but what it's about because I read these lyrics as being about a summer fling. Yeah. 
and like it's not well even just leaving behind this was your another friends. one that's emo right. well it's you know leaving behind your friends and you know the fun that you had that summer yeah but then it also has the line and tell me when will our eyes meet when can i touch you when will this strong yearning end and when will i hold you again that's not something you tell your friends hopefully <laughs> 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 um, no. but yeah so like you know I kind of uh, I see why you picked it but and I also think especially for you Weekend in New England is especially fitting but I'm like this is another depressing ass song and you know it's you know most emo songs are about you know either like dark things uh, well no they're about girls and I'm like this is a song about Barry Manilow yeah. <laughs> being like uh, I can't see the girl that I like mm-hmm. um so, but I did yeah. like that song in 1977 or whatever it was. 78. Um, so it looks like 1976 was when this came out. Oh. But yeah, but it so, could have been 76. But yeah, like I said, it kind of it made not of summer nights as a whole, but the last like three lines of summer nights where mm-hmm. you know it's like it got colder. That's where the sound, you know, mm-hmm. that. Oh whole yeah, part. all right, yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. And like not, uh, you know, it doesn't sound like it at all. It's right, the but yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, but uh, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was the song "Santa Monica" by the Front Bottoms. It's sad. This is one I don't think that you would have liked. Uh, right. My note to myself was sounds nasally. Yeah, that's that's Brian Sell's voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just picked this one because I wish I was forever lying on the Santa Monica beach drinking Tecate 24 ounces underneath the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the most emo song on my playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nasally sound I wrote... Um, Emotional man, baby boy. Emotional, emotional baby, baby boy. boy. Emotional um, drinking, man. Yeah. Drinking on the beach in Santa Monica. Drinking I want to be stronger than your dad was for your right. mom. From Bottoms really kind of lean into abstractions in their lyrics, I mm-hmm. think, where they don't really say totally what they're about. But this is a song about just kind of... This is sonically and probably lyrically, it's more of a winter song, um, which is also when I see the front bottoms the most. Um, But that one line, I wish I was forever, uh, I wish we were forever lying on the Santa Monica beach drinking Tecate. Um, This song got subbed out. um, Well, I'll talk about honorable mentions afterwards, but I had a different song on here that uh, I think you would have liked better and known. I don't think you would have known it, but... I thought about including it. But yeah, love the front bottoms. Uh, Let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Message in a Bottle by the Police. (laughs) 
which you wrote Sting, which I guess is kind of true. Um, I don't think this was meant to be literal at all. <laughs> but go ahead, tell me a little bit about this one. Um, again, I was kind of struggling a little bit looking for beach right. songs because, again, I'm I'm I, I'm thinking in the song I want to picture water and sand and then i thought oh message in a bottle and whatever year it was you probably know what year it was it was early 80s oh my god it was on the radio all the time well i could see that i could see this being like something that um was like on uh, you know people taking the radios to the beach and it's just biggest song in the country mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it was you know it was huge 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 oh 1979 wow but i'm taking you way back jimmy aren't i <laughs> <laughs> i put old songs on too <laughs> you did but i think you did that for me that's true um but yeah i don't think that this was supposed to be literal in any sense of the world I, word i think that sting was using metaphor to talk about his own feelings would that make sense? Or no. Uh, well, so well, you say uh, you know, uh, you don't think it w- was sort of a literal song, but you know, in my mind, again, kind of like the the Rupert song, the Pina right. Colada song. Like to me, I could picture that very visual, right. visually. So, so you just picture sending out, right, right, sending out, you know, the SOS and putting the message in a bottle. Well, so you. funny enough, one of the things that I always think of with the police in summer is I remember uh, one year when I was working at Sleepy Hollow, uh, you know, we always have like a radio in the kitchen and um, the the one cook, uh, Luis, from who's from Mexico, would fly up in the summers. He, uh, I remember one day, um, what's it called? Every breath you take came on. Another good song. And he was, and he said to me, uh, he was like, "Oh, I remember when this song came out. Everyone had their radios on at the beach, and this song was always on." So I always think of that as mm-hmm. a more mm-hmm. beachy police song. But really, just because he said that to me, right, right, right. Well, in the song, you know, sending out an SOS, you know, a somebody save our ship. Well, somebody come and save me, right? Yeah. So. Uh, let's keep on rolling along into my penultimate song, which is Waxahachie's Be Good. Um, it's unclear now what we have done. We're alone in our world. You don't want to be my boyfriend. And I don't want to be a girl. And I, that's a relief. We'll drink up our Which Waxahachie just had a new album come out Friday, and it's very good. Um, and she doesn't play this song anymore. Um, are you looking for it, or no? I, I'm <laughs> looking at my notes. Um, but yeah, I I think that this was kind of this was another. So I put the two most emo songs on my playlist back to back. You know, because this one is sad because the Waxahachie's first album is like a scathing breakup record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I see that. But I, I think that she like has her guitar like super. She has a capo high up on her guitar on this, so it's more high pitched. It sounds a little bit more like a ukulele, which Uh-oh. to me is more of like a beach instrument. Do you what? Well, I wrote tambourine. There are a lot of tambourines. There might have been some tambourine. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny that you would mention an instrument, and that's what I wrote in my notes, right. tambourine, because that's what kind of stuck um, out to me. But, you know, so, I mean, Waxahachie, the name comes from a creek behind her house in Alabama, I want to say. Um, and while it's not like a perfect beach analogy, you know, I think that the fact that she's like, oh, we're going to lie on the beach, we bought beers to shotgun, things like that are... Well, she says she, you know, to me, I, uh, my notes to myself were, um, you know, here you slurring your speech, you don't want to be my boyfriend, that's probably for the best. And it's about her wanting to hang out and drink all day. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So is that one literal? (laughs) Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, so it's so funny, too, just because I'm thinking, because I know Waxahachie's music inside and out pretty much, and the new album is all about her getting sober. So it's, it's funny. It's just a funny coincidence that that's what she focused on, and now <laughs> she's she's like, yeah, now she's sober, yeah, great. Um, but yeah, let's uh, roll along into your last pick. Let's wrap this up. Uh, your last song was "Kokomo" by the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I guess when you gave me the topic of beach, it sort of went to, you know, laid back, catchy tunes and the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys were always uh, one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, Kokomo. Yeah, I, so I'm not a Beach Boys fan. Bermuda, Bahama. Yeah. Come I, on, I, pretty I mama. Know it. Yeah. <laughs> It, it'll have just played too. I'm putting the music goes in this. Oh yay! <laughs> um, but so, <laughs> I I'm not a Beach Boys fan like at all. They I have would a, not picture you being a Beach yeah, Boy. They fan. have a handful of songs that I like. I like I get around. Good vibrations. Oh, fine. good vibrations. That's um, I'll tell you a funny story about good one. vibrations. Go tell, yeah. So funny enough, I think we were coming back from the Cape, and it's a long drive, and um, my mother didn't like music playing on the radio, you know, so usually it was a quiet drive or maybe some news or whatever, but every once in a while my sister and I would put on the radio and sometimes she would leave it alone. So we would we'd always have to do that. So when we were driving You also mother, hate music playing in the car. It your music. No, you I, no, you, I listen, if I, I turn listen on music something all the you time. like you t- turn it off. No, I won't. It's yeah, just you your do. music. Anyway, back to my story. So all of a sudden, my mother is driving like in and out, you know, of traffic, you know, between cars. And um, <laughs> I said, what are you doing, mom? And she said, is that noise coming from my car? <laughs> <laughs> and it was good vibration. And it was good vibration. So, um, yeah, my sister and I, we still laugh when we hear that song. And my um, mother trying to get away from the noise <laughs> and re- um, <laughs> realized that it was coming from the radio. And then, of course, she shut off the radio and said, you know, I'm not listening to that again. Okay. That shite. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a Beach Boys fan. I like I get around good vibrations. God only knows. Um, the Beach Boys appeared in Full House a lot. 
I know you've probably never watched an episode of Full House. Uh, they appear for some reason. I don't really know why. Um, and there, there were two songs that they would always play. One was the song Forever, uh, which John Stamos would play uh, as Uncle Jesse. And then the other was this one. <laughs> so, like, I've known this song forever. I don't think I ever knew the title of it. I was just like, oh, it's that Beach Boy song with Jamaica, Bahama, mm-hmm. et cetera. But I have the same problem with this that I do with the Jimmy Buffett song. This is a, a better Beach Boy song than others that, you know, I don't. They're really too like. happy for you, Jimmy. Not even that. They're just boring, you know? I don't know. That's the big thing. They're bored. I like early Beatles songs. Early Beatles songs are happy. Anyway, let's uh, bring this on home with my last pick, uh, which was I was very pleased to see that, which was Brown Eyed Girl by Van Mm -hmm. Morrison. Love it. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rains came. Jumping in the misty morning fog with our hearts thumping. Um, like I said, this was another one that I was like, let me give you something that you know to, to wrap it all up. And I figure this one is more like breezy and beachy. I'd almost put Moondance, but I but with Moondance, I tend to think of American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So, but yeah. Talk to me a little bit about Brown Eyed Girl. Well, Brown Eyed Girl, another great song. And again, you know, I picture, you know, <laughs> it reminds me of a friend of mine who has brown eyes. <laughs> and and if we were drinking or up dancing, she would always point to her brown eyes. And <laughs> so whenever I hear that, I, I think of my friend Marie. Okay. I more rec- And it's a great song. Great more tune. recently now, I think about... Um, last year I saw, uh, Kevin Devine around St. Patrick's Day. You don't know Kevin Devine. Uh, Kevin Devine is a singer songwriter. He does mostly like folky, but also like punky type stuff. But so he started doing like a side project, uh, called Kenny O'Brien and the O'Doul's, which is just his band playing shows on St. Patrick's Day. And they do like more covers and things like that. And they always do Brown Eyed Girl and it's like a wild, like goofy sort of take on it. So that's Oh, what they I don't like. sing it correctly. No, they sing it correctly, but like they, they add their own lyrics. Well, no, they do it. It's not Kevin Devine singing it. It's his keyboardist. Uh-huh. And like, he has like this weird effect on his voice and he kind of like gets a little overdramatic, does like big grand facial expressions. You know, it's, it's silly, you know, because he's like, you know, people tell us, you know, brown eyed girl, Van Morrison is Irish. They're like, you should do it. And we didn't really want to do it, but we figure we're going to do it. So they're not taking it super seriously as they're doing it. Do you kind of get what I mean or no? Not really. I'll I'll see if I can pull up a video and I'll show you all after right. this. Um, but anyway, those are all the songs. Did you have any honorable mentions or things you left off? Probably. No, this is my first podcast, so I, I know, <laughs> <laughs> and probably your last, uh, probably. Um, but yeah, I I left off. So the song that I mentioned before that I'd left off was um, the song "Ripped Pants" from SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, what? 
I live in a pineapple under the sea. No, it's called Ripped Pants. It's like a song written specifically for SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Could it's, you sing it for me? I'll, I'll play it for you afterwards. But like, it's well, kind of a sing a little. So maybe I do. Know you're it. not gonna know it. Right. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a funny enough. It's like kind of a rip off of a Beach Boy song, and like you know, so like that I like because it's kind of a silly, dumb song. The other one I left off uh, just because the title was fitting was Sunbather by Deaf Heaven, but that's a nine-minute black metal song, and I figured I wasn't gonna, you weren't gonna sit and listen to a nine-minute song with someone screaming over it. Oh, God, no. Yeah, so I figured I'd left that off. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, But anyway, that's the podcast. Mom, thanks for doing this. You're Uh, welcome, Jimmy. Uh. Once again, follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, keep an eye out for when Frankie and James do Half Hours gets announced again. And I'll jam out with you next time. Bye. I thought Bye, everybody. I had everybody on my side. But I went and blew it all sky high. And now she won't even spare a passing glance. All just because I ripped my pants. When Big Larry came around just to put him down. SpongeBob turned into a clown And no girl ever wants to dance With a fool who went and ripped his pants I know I shouldn't mope around, I shouldn't curse But the pain feels so much worse Cause winding up with no one is a lot less fun Than a burn from the sun Or selling your bones I won't soon forget So listen and you